Welcome to How I Work, a show about the tactics used by leading innovators to get so much out of their day. I'm your host, Dr. Amantha Imba. I'm an organizational psychologist, the founder of innovation consultancy Inventium, and I'm obsessed with finding ways to optimize my workday. This episode is another My Favorite Tip episode. The title's probably pretty self-explanatory. It's about my favorite tip from each of the interviews I conduct. My guest today is Tim Herrera. Tim is the founding editor of Smarter Living for the New York Times, where he edits and reports stories about living a better, more fulfilling life. Before coming to the Times, he was a reporter and editor at the Washington Post, where he wrote all about digital culture. Now, I'm a regular subscriber to Smarter Living. In fact, it's only one of one of the only e-newsletters that I read. And I thought that surely the person editing this section of the Times must have some awesome practices in their own life for Smarter Living. And Tim totally did. So in this extract, Tim talks about how he reframed how he thinks about procrastination and the role daily habits play in his life. So we ran um, this beautiful, like, 2200-word story about procrastination earlier this year. Wonderful story by uh, a writer named Charlotte Lieberman. And it went really, really deep into kind of the sources of procrastination. Because, you know, I think, you know, it's easy to write off procrastination as like, oh, like, I just didn't feel like it. Or I was, you know, distracted. Or, you know, I saw a tweet that sent me into a Wikipedia wormhole. But at its root, procrastination really isn't about putting off a specific task, it's associated a lot more with the emotions that we're having regarding that task. And so if we're feeling anxiety about a certain story or, you know, feel like it's just too much or it's too big for us or it's too difficult, a lot of those emotions are really kind of the root of the procrastination rather than, you know, I, you know, watch TV for three hours. And so I think just coming to terms with that idea that procrastination isn't really about putting off the task, but it's about wrestling with the emotions that you have associated with that task. That's a really powerful realization. And I, you know, my entire life, I've been such a habitual procrastinator. I, you know, I'm I'm notorious for it. But, you know, I think even just editing that story and working on that story with Charlotte, you know, every line I read, I was like, oh my God, this is totally me. I had no, this is amazing. I had no idea. And so like, it's funny, like that story, like really did kind of help me reframe the way that I view procrastination and the way that I view what is preventing me from doing certain things, you know, just being aware of that and being cognizant of all the factors that go into why we're procrastinating, for me, it was really powerful. And then on a more practical level, you know, I think there are a lot of tactics that we can use to stave off procrastination. So for me, one of the things that I, you know, when I know that I can't procrastinate on something and I really need to get it done, I um, make myself accountable to another person so that if I don't hit a certain deadline, it's going to make their life more complicated. And, you know, more than, uh, you know, finishing a story, you know, making someone else unhappy is the thing that gives me most anxiety. And so then it's a matter of, you know, instead of thinking I will do anything to put off writing a story because I just don't want to do it, it becomes a matter of I will do anything to make sure I don't mess up this person's day so I need to do this story. Um, And so just having kind of a system or a structure in place where, you know, I have others relying on my getting things done in time, for me, has been really helpful. And then, you know, the other thing is trying to build out structures and habits into my general day-to-day has been really helpful. Just having a regular cadence of when I need to do a certain thing or, um, you know, whatever the task is, you know, knowing that it's just part of my regular routine um, is really helpful. You know, 
trying to build habits around these things is, is such a powerful tool because, you know, it takes away the idea of self-control or willpower. You know, it's not, you know, once you are able to successfully build a habit and create a habit, willpower isn't even a factor, you know, because you're just not thinking about it. You're just doing it. And, you know, that is, it's it's such a powerful tool and something that I, you know, really have, have tried to do a lot of. What are some of the the most powerful habits that you've created that go into a typical working day for you? So Adam Grant is uh, one of my favorite people in the world. He's a professor at Wharton. He's a, you know writes books. You know writes for me at the New York Times. Writes for all kinds of outlets. On top of having a family, you know the dude. It's insane how much he actually gets done, and it's I've just always marveled at him. He's a total genius. But we we got lunch together like a year and a half ago, and you know we're just talking about process and creative output and how everybody gets things done. And he said that one of the things that he does when he is writing a book is that he'll wake up every morning and for half an hour, every single morning, he just writes, you know, it's, he's not, you know, sort of writing and sort of has TV in the, on the background or sort of looking at his phone. He's just writing and it's only half an hour. It's not that much of a commitment, but he does it every single day. And like, you know, that to me felt like, you know, like I've been saying like one of these like duh sort of revelations, but that was a system that allowed him to write multiple books and be a professor and have a family and write for news outlets. And so that was something that I that I did actually kind of try to steal a little bit. And so I am sort of the opposite. My most productive time and the times that I am, am able to really focus is usually later in the day. So every afternoon, you know, I try to, you know, unless I have something conflicting, you know, really try to do writing and just try to make a habit out of it. And, you know, it's another thing that I know, you know, when the time comes around, it's not like I need to force myself to do it. It's just like a habit that I know that I have to do. And, you know, it's not that much of a commitment, but over time, you know, it just becomes something that allows you to get so much done. And I really, so I, I just finished a uh, book proposal and that was basically how I was able to finish. Like I, it had been sitting around kind of half done for about a year. And then in the last few weeks, um, I actually started to think about like, okay, like, let's just get this done. Get it out. It doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be done. And so like I did like carve out in the evenings, like specific time every day where I was just going to work on the book. And at first it was like, you know, kind of like felt like I was dragging myself to it and I didn't really want to do it. And I was tired or grouchy or whatever. But over time, it just became a normal part of my routine. And, you know, that is literally how I was able to finally finish this proposal that's been sitting half done for a year. You know, it just took the effort to try to create a habit and then just follow through with it. Hello there, me again. I just loved what Tim had to say about daily habits. The thing that I like most about daily habits is that it takes out the ability to negotiate with yourself. If you do something every day, then you don't have to make the decision, "Mm, should I do this today? So for me, I feel this way about my morning exercise routine. I wake at 5.30am and even if I can't be bothered, I almost feel like I'm just on autopilot getting into my gym gear and driving to the gym. It's just what I do. So that's it for today. If you liked this excerpt, you might want to listen to my full chat with Tim, which I linked to in the show notes. And if you know someone that you think would enjoy how I work, why not share this podcast with them? Um, And thank you if you've already done that. It is super appreciated. So that's it for today and I'll see you next time.